0: Welcome to Barrel Nation Productions, the podcast. Today we have one of my favorite teachers ever, Mr. Joseph D. Sakala on the stage. Welcome, sir. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. I just want to point out the aggressive barrel presence on the stage today. Yes.
1: Luke? All right. I feel like I belong here. Yeah, (laughs) certainly, certainly. So, Mr. Sakala, what have you liked from Barrel Nation Productions so far?
2: I've liked everything so far, um, especially, though, the You're make us the, yeah, the podcast it. with uh, Mr. Drexel. You're uh, superior. Yes, talking about the um, the cheating Houston Astros. I thought that was really insightful. I thought you guys did a great job um, getting to the heart of the issue.
0: Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah certainly.
2: The uh, podcast that you released, like, weeks late on the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. It maybe was, maybe it not so It was no one, much. Week
0: late. One, one week late. One week late. One That's it. Not even. Like, five days, if you really want to get into
1: it. All right. So, the topic for today is politics. Now, we know you're uh, pretty involved with politics, or at least know a lot about it. So, uh, Shane, you want to go ahead and ask? Yes, we much? have
0: quite the question to start it all off. Don't look, please. Is it concerning in, to you that the Democratic Party is divided between two different types of politics? I'm just saying that. <laughs> what I really mean is that... Many are backing Senator Sanders and many are backing Vice President Biden. Are you concerned that it could look like 2016 again with the two sort of split Democratic, I don't want to call them parties, but you have a lot of people who are Democratic socialists and a lot of moderates that could be valuable votes come election time. Like, Does this concern you?
2: So from a completely unbiased uh, just stra- idea of political strategy Yeah, I think it's probably a pretty bad strategy. Um, It's what failed in 2016. You had Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders going head-to-head. They had bashed each other quite a bit, and when Bernie Sanders did not receive the nomination, you saw his contingent of, uh, or his base, not support Hillary Clinton. Um, She blamed Bernie for that. She continues to blame Bernie for that. She did that as, as recently as this Sunday, um, really? Yeah, on, uh, on CNN. Uh, wow. An interview she she gave. She, again, blamed Bernie for not supporting her. Um, and that could very well have been the reason why she had lost. Um, the margin was close enough that if she hard had hard. received Bernie's support and Bernie's or even supporters, um, she probably could have beaten Trump. But, yeah, I think what the Democrats are trying to do now is try to galvanize behind Joe Biden uh, which is kind of curious when you see somebody like Kamala Harris um, or Cory Booker, these uh, <laughs> somewhat progressive candidates, yeah. now uh, throw themselves behind the very moderate Joe Biden, well, um, especially after Kamala Harris attacked Joe yeah. Biden. <laughs> aggressively, um, yeah. A few Definitely. times, and, and she did very well in her attacks against Joe Biden. But it's now all of, that, to do. all of that yeah, is kind of pointless sleepy now.
0: Joe. Yeah. Well, what do you think about several candidates looking at mainly like Buttigieg, Klobuchar? What do you think about them spending millions Bloomberg. of dollars? Yeah. Bloomberg, well, Bloomberg does, he's in his own category. But what do you think about them spending millions of dollars, all this effort, lots of lives, putting the work? Only just to drop out and endorse the moderate ringleader candidate.
2: I think it's incredibly frustrating to the average American to sit back and see somebody like Michael Bloomberg spend almost six hundred million dollars on campaign ads yeah. in a, in a campaign that he really never had a chance of winning. Well, yeah. maybe if he
0: started a year and a half before he did, possibly.
2: But I, I mean, the the one of the biggest issues that the average viewer the average american has with politics is the amount of money in politics and to see that money just be wasted um at a time where it could be used in in so many different uh better ways Mm -hmm. um is incredibly frustrating but it is what politics is and until there's a solution to figure out how to take that money out of politics and take that uh the influence of money out of politics it's going to be a problem that we continue to have and we also saw the first time
0: he jumped on a debate st- debate stage.
2: Exactly what happened. Yep. Well, Elizabeth Warren murdered him in cold blood. Yes. Yeah, we saw that all. Very okay. well put. Mini Mike, yeah. Okay, it was and, public uh, execution.
1: I also doing research for this. I saw Bloomberg is actually still putting out anti-Trump ads, even though Yes, he's I yet. saw on this. Weekend. So he's still funneling millions of dollars into it. Even
0: well, after well, he dropped out. He, it, he might have
1: been previously funneled money, but no, he he
2: had well, claimed though that regardless of how things worked out for him, he would throw his money and influence behind the the nominee. Yeah. Um, Bernie Sanders, there was some question there about whether or not he'll support Bernie Sanders because Bernie had claimed he didn't want the money. Um, And then Bloomberg's camp came out and said, we're not going to give the money to anybody who doesn't want it. But I would assume that if Biden does become the nominee, that Bloomberg then becomes um, a a financier of the Biden Mm. campaign, so to speak, where he's going to throw a lot of money behind it and continue with his anti-Trump ads because Bloomberg's primary reason, according to him, for getting involved is that he wanted to save the country from Donald Trump. Yeah.
1: All right, so um, in the 2020 election, now that it's getting closer and closer, in the scenario that Trump does get reelected, because it is a very real option still at this point, what does another four years of his presidency look like? Like talking about the economy um around the world just where are we going from international policy
2: etc it's a good question um again from my unbiased perspective where i try to look at everything analytically where we stand now i think we are looking at four more years of president trump well because we know you're
0: a huge trump supporter but continue (laughs)
2: I think we are looking at four more years of President Trump. I don't think that the Democrats have done a good enough job of establishing exactly what it is that they are running on, um, what the party stands for. There is this clear divide between the moderates um, and the progressive party, um, which the longer that that divide exists... um, and the the conflict that could arise of a contested convention possibly only just makes the the Trump campaign that much stronger. Um, Trump, completely unfazed by coronavirus, is going to hold a campaign rally mm-hmm. I think tonight or tomorrow. Where um, I can't remember, um, but he he continues to do what what Donald Trump does. He continues to um, Ram- he, run this this really. Uh, um, exciting interesting campaign i guess you could say wow to you're his really base. complimenting him to his base <laughs> uh his base it, it, they are really motivated by that, those campaign style rallies that he holds um, <laughs> they connect to his his message quite a bit um he Throws out a lot of dog whistles um, and and speaks to them and, and the issues that bother them. What does the next four years look like? To answer your question, I, I really don't know, but I I, I can confidently say um, that you're going to get an even more aggressive Donald Trump, an even more defiant Donald Trump, uh, unwilling to work with um, unwilling to work with Congress because he's not going to have to. Mm-hmm. Um, unwilling to work uh, across the aisle because he's not going to have to because um, he's locked up that those other four years. And I think he now is in a position where we've seen this happen after impeachment. Um, he feels stronger than ever before. He mm-hmm. feels as though he's untouchable. Um, he's cleaned house a little bit with some of those people uh, like Alex Vinbin who, yeah. who uh, testified against him. Mm-hmm. I think you'll continue to see him do that, um, continue to appoint people who are... Uh, who have been loyal supporters of his camp. And, and as long as people are loyal to him, they'll remain in power and in positions of influence. But those that were not um, are probably going to get phased out and he'll continue to be more uh, confrontational. Um, it'll also be interesting to see what his foreign policy is going forward um, now that he's not worried about re-election, because I do think that his foreign policy decisions um, have been informed with Hey, I need to get reelected here, yeah. as it is with most first-term presidents, mm-hmm. that the yeah. focus is often on, "Hey, I need to get reelected." We do, we get so we job. do just enough <laughs> yeah. to Please make sure that people. we keep people happy, yeah. so that we keep our base behind us, um, and try to pull some of those independent voters in. I don't know that he's done that, but I don't know that he needs to do that right now in order to win the reelection. Mr. Sakala, I have a potentially groundbreaking question for you up next. Wor- Are you this ready? worries me. Yeah, I'm nervous.
0: This is something you hear a lot about in the news, a lot about on social media, and a lot about in comedic values. Do you think Jeffrey Epstein's suicide was a hoax? Yes or no? Explain.
1: Just give <laughs> us a firm yes or no to start. Firm yes
0: or no to start, and then we can get into it. Come on. No, you have to answer, Mr. Come on. Come on. We need the truth from you.
2: There's no way that I answer this that it ends up... Looking good for me. Well, um, look the uh, the official statement um, is that Jeffrey Epstein did in fact kill himself. You look at it from maybe a more logical standpoint. It's, it it really is curious how a guy who was under um, under surveillance, twenty uh, four hour surveillance in in a prison mm-hmm. solitary confinement, did kill himself. His there's there's plenty of of examples. Moments like this in history, um, where mysteriously these people who are supposed to be being watched, um, end up being able to kill themselves, um, Killed themselves. and then they, up, they lost the security tapes, right? Yeah, it's it's it does it's a up. bad look, it doesn't it does not not it's add a up. bad look, no, it um. The the you know uh, like it's I don't I'm not a huge fan of conspiracy theories but I don't know that this one really fits into a conspiracy theory as much as there's a lot more questions than there are answers um, we're never going to get those <laughs> answers good uh, <laughs> I don't think that it works out quite in a way that some people wish it worked out like I don't think Hillary Clinton killed Jeffrey Epstein or Donald with Trump um, <laughs> <laughs> so that was just an interesting image in my head there Hillary Clinton <laughs> <Yeah>. killing <laughs> Jeffrey Choking Epstein with, Jeffrey with <laughs> her bare hands. Uh, did you but just but say
0: Hillary Clinton killed Jeffrey? Epstein No, I with said she, hands? I said she did not. You, I think we're um, gonna have to cut that
2: did one. Not. Wow. Um, news. Um, but the I Epstein thing, it. I think, is it's never going to go away. the The memers have made that uh, made that much true. They're going to continue to throw those Jeffrey Epstein memes out there, which means that that, that conspiracy yep. is going to continue to exist.
0: Yes. All
1: right. So uh, going back to the coronavirus because uh, you brought it up a little bit earlier. So. With the election again coming closer and closer, do you think that the candidates are going to make a bigger deal of the coronavirus and how we're going to handle that here in America?
2: Yeah, the coronavirus has become a political topic uh, of debate, and um, I mean, Democrats have certainly tried to make the coronavirus a Trump problem, um, and then Trump, in response, it, it somehow ridiculously is going to try and make this an Obama problem. I saw um, that which he, he did come out and try to put this on Obama and the Obama administration Charlie saying Kirk that it was the slime yeah, flu you
0: laid yeah, it back. Yeah but also
2: I mean trying to argue that there was there a failure by Barack Obama and his team to prepare for something like this um, which is which is funny. I mean it's funny both ways because when the when something goes well and he wants to ensure that Obama receives no credit for it like it's the economy Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Um, I then it's this, all him. And when something goes bad, then somehow mysteriously, whether yes. it's ISIS or um, or coronavirus, Bleeding into the um, it is it is uh, Obama. Obama's fault. Mm-hmm. But it has been politicized. I think you'll see that Joe Biden, um, well, if he it, remembers. Um, will try to attack uh, Donald Trump on it. Yes. Um, I think that Bernie Sanders will use this as mm-hmm. an argument for his universal health care plan. Definitely. Um, and I think that Donald Trump will use this as an opportunity if things work out. Even more. Well, sure, but as an opportunity cool. for a victory lap. If things work out, if, if yeah, we don't end up true. in an Italy situation or a, or a China situation, Donald Trump's going to get to ride around and, and kind of pound his chest a little bit and say, hey, look at how great I handled this thing. <laughs> um, well,
0: didn't he, didn't he give it to his, his precious VP? He did, he, right? He handed he it, it over. It.
2: Well, so I've got a theory on that, if you want to hear that. Yeah, let's hear it. Sure. Um, so I actually think Mike Pence is, is an endangered species right now. Mike Pence is... He was well, uh, one person, so you have to explain a little more on that. Mike Pence is not long for the office of vice president. Really? I think that giving coronavirus to... <laughs> That was bad phrasing. Yes, it giving was. giving, <laughs> it's giving <awful>. the <laughs> oversight of the coronavirus to Mike Pence is going to allow Donald Trump, if and when things don't go so well, to get a new VP um, v-. to axe Mike Pence Ooh, and then replace Mike. him with Nikki Haley, um, a woman who then allows the allows the Republicans to reach out to some of those more moderate and yeah, independent voters also, yeah. that Donald Trump just doesn't appeal to. Nikki it's Haley the is the play there. Um, I know Republicans are setting her up to be. Um, in their mind, the, the first, female vice pre, uh, first female president, um, although Donald Trump, I think, believes that that'll be Ivanka, his daughter. Um, <laughs> I hope not. But I think Wouldn't that, that um, you know, you could see a serious, significant shakeup on the Trump ticket where it could be Trump-Haley in 2020 uh, rather He's than Trump- Trump-Pence. Pence. Yeah,
0: well, you just said Ivanka. I don't know how many more Trumps we want in <laughs> presidential office.
2: According to him, you've got Ivanka, then you've got uh, Donald Jr., Donald then you've got Eric. He never mentions Tiffany though. Tiffany doesn't <laughs> get to be president.
0: And Barron. What about yeah. Barron? Well, Barron, Barron will be, got caught vaping, so he yeah. can't be. The that's
2: resident. why. Yeah, that's why uh, he's cracking down on the vape.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we have a couple more questions for you. Please stop looking at the computer, Mister Sakala. You know um, I can't see that far. You're
2: that old? I'm that old. Wow. That's why I'm what, more... Right, come on, what are you, like Man.
0: 23, 24?
2: I'm old enough. 25, maybe? 32. Oh. Yep.
0: I didn't really right want I didn't really want the real age to come out, but you just volunteered it. It's all right, so. I'm not ashamed
2: of it. I'm wise um, in my old age.
0: If, if you were them, or if you were a political analyst, which you are, realistically... Who do you assign as running mates for Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders?
2: That's another good question. Um, I think that in in order for... They are. They are all good questions, except for the Epstein one. That was 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 a great question. Best question. I think the big mistake that the Democrats made the first time around was putting all their eggs in the moderate basket. Although Hillary was kind of masquerading as a progressive candidate, she's not. We know she wasn't. Um, The progressives certainly didn't believe her. Um, Hillary was a moderate candidate. She chose a moderate as her running mate in uh, Tim Kaine. Um, Also kind of a a totally obscure and and boring option. Um, He did nothing for the Hillary Clinton ticket. Um, I think that both Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders are going to have to seriously consider a candidate who brings something to the table that they don't have. Um, Somebody like Elizabeth Warren, um, who for starters being being a female candidate, but also being able to reach to a, a much larger or a different contingent well, than Joe Biden. Okay, yeah. So you're uh, talking about
0: Biden. Sanders definitely Sa- would, Well, Sanders, think. I think
2: that their relationships, the Sanders Warren relationship That's d- to the ground. deteriorated yeah. on live TV. On stage. I don't think that we could go that route. Um, I would think though that mm-hmm. Sanders is probably Sanders would probably have to choose In order to remain true to himself and a fellow progressive, Mm -hmm. which might not be the best thing for his ticket. The best thing might be to pick a a moderate Republican to try and reach across the aisle. Somebody like Pete Buttigieg um, or somebody like Amy Klobuchar. I think a a Sanders, Buttigieg... um, card. Card is or ticket is a it would might be a difficult one to beat, especially yeah, if yeah, Pence remains the to vice too. president, because then you've got Pence and Buttigieg debating on the stage for the yeah, vice presidential debate, and that time. would be I mean that would be a really interesting sight to see. That would be some much see much see or need to see TV. I mean, um, Pence is
0: trembling. Upcoming or whatever that debate is, Pence is not. My, my
2: guess is that the people that are in consideration right now, um, you probably have Elizabeth Warren there for Joe Biden. Um, you might have Kamala Harris there for Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Um, Stacey Abrams, um, who was the candidate for governor in Georgia, I believe. I got to fact check that. I, I can't remember off job. the top of my head. Um, but Stacey Abrams has been uh, her name had been mentioned quite a bit. Um, as a possible vice Georgia
0: pre- has a representative yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, but as a as a possible uh, vice presidential nominee as she is somebody that the Democratic base has, has taken to quite a bit. Um,
0: <laughs> I looked up Stacey Abrams VP and the Daily caller doesn't seem to appreciate it. Well, us. the
2: Daily caller uh, you know the just the epitome of integrity. Um, An excellent reporting and journalism. Well, you can say yeah. that
0: about quite literally any news source these days. I don't know that no. quite summer literally news. the Daily summer Caller can be considered
2: a, 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 a news source um, yeah, as much as just a rag. Um, well, but as far as as VP candidates go, I think it's going to be really important. I think if they're go- if the Democrats are going to try and galvanize the base at all, if they're going to try and pull together both the progressive side and the Republican side, I mean, the progressive side and the uh, and the liberal pro- uh, moderate side, they're going to need to find a VP candidate that helps to pull some other people on, on board. Okay. Luke, last question? Alright,
1: so yeah, we're going to start to wrap it up here. Um, I understand you may not be able to answer this, Oh, it's another <laughs> It's another one of those. Another one of those. So who has your vote in the 2020 election? And if you don't want to answer that, can you at least just say who you think will win?
2: Okay, so, I mean, those of you guys that have had me in class know what the answer to this question is. I'm never going to share my political... There it is personal views with you um i don't believe that that's appropriate i'll share my analysis of what's going on in the country my analysis of politics but i'm never going to share my personal opinions um, because i don't want to influence you i don't think it's appropriate for me to influence you one way or another well um, you have done that. i pr- i honestly honestly swear you know uh full disclosure don't believe that any of the three um, candidates, well, four if you consider Tulsi Gabbard still in the race. No, nope, you don't. Um, <laughs> I don't believe that any of the four are particularly good candidates. I, I think agree. That they all have. I think, I all, I think they I all have their faults. That. I yep. think we're looking at another 2016 situation where we're going to be presented with um, with two poor choices where in we're going poops. to vote. We're going to vote against the person rather than voting yeah, for a person yeah. like we did in 2016. Yep. Um, the and I think that slim in pickings. situations like that, where you have Slim Pickens, that <laughs> gener- that generally does that generally does bode well for the incumbent. Um, that could mean that that. We have four more years of President Trump. So you're voting for um, President
0: Donald Trump, is what I, you're telling us. All right, sounds good. Mr. Sakala, it was an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast today. I will be voting it was amazing. We thank for you. Shane Haskett. Oh, man. Ooh. Wow. Don't do that. Barrel Nation 2020. Um, we want to thank Nation you for representing Barrel Nation Productions. Well, uh, guys, you should go check out the Dodger Den if you're hungry or thirsty during yep. school or right after school. It's open until, what, 3 p.m.? So those are long hours as you hear. Um, Guys, have a good day. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having
2: me. me.